All right, we're gonna jump right in to part number two here. Please remember to subscribe and rate us five stars. Visit our website at www.anotherweekwith.com. Visit us on Twitter at Another Week With. And uh, visit our sponsors page, netcapital.com slash companies slash Zelgor. Give them a shout out on Twitter as well, at Zelgor. And have a great day and enjoy the listen. I challenge all of you to beat level 25 with the medium speed level one guy. Good fucking luck. Good fucking luck. It's a really, really tough level. Um, Another thing that can be tough for a lot of people, specifically teams, is finding a kicker. And uh, we had the NFL draft this week. And the Patriots signed a kicker, but he has... A little bit of a red flag attached to him. Do you know what I'm talking about here, Rob? Almost a literal flag attached to him, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Go ahead, so say Pat- his name. Pronounce his name. The Patriots drafted Justin Rohrwasser, Rohrwasser, <laughs> um, who has a couple different... Te- he's very militaristic, and his family was in the military. I get, you know... More power to you, you know, thanks to your service, blah, 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 all of that good stuff. Um, his family is heavily in the military. And the, according to him, when he was just a young lad, right able to get a tattoo, he got a tattoo of what he thought was a military symbol. And it is roughly a military symbol, just a military symbol for the far, far alt-right who likes to start militia groups known as the Three Percenters. Um, he has a couple of these tattoos featured pretty formidably on his forearms and being a kicker, he, uh, frequently is going to be on the screen in close-ups, and says that he's going to have them covered and didn't understand what they meant, but pretty much the militia group that he has tattooed to his arms is a group that believes in the 3% of American colonists who sought independence from England, the revolutionary war, and now seek independence from what they see as a overarching government. Yeah. So you were saying in the beginning of that, that he had some military tattoos and then you kind of segued into it. He doesn't have fucking military tattoos. He has militia tattoos, (laughs) big difference, a very, very big difference. Uh, I don't have whatever. I hope he has a good career. I hope he covers him up, I guess, you know, and uh, I think no matter what, there's going to be an instance or two where he gets lit the fuck up. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. He's got to happen. Any chance that a player gets a clear shot at him in a legal situation, go for it. Go for it. Now, I don't want to see any cheap shots, any stuff like that. But if you get a good look at him and it's a fair play where he's in a position where he shouldn't be in, light him up. Light so you think up. he does kickoffs? Who does kickoffs for the Pats? Does he do? D- does the punter do kickoffs right now, or, or I, does the kick? I have no idea. I, I I'm embarrassed to admit that I'm not real privy to the Patri- I'm pretty Patriots. Sure, I'm pretty sure. I know when Gustavsi was on the team, I'm pretty sure he did kickoffs. But I know he yeah. was on and off last year, so I don't know who currently does them. I don't know if this guy did them in college. But if he does kickoffs, he's in he's in the danger zone, man. He could get lit up. Anytime you as a kicker are, are, you know, putting yourself out there, like who was that one Penn State kicker, the fat kicker from Penn State who lit a couple people up himself? And then he put himself on the map. Yeah, he put himself on the map with that. And as a result of that, 
he himself got leveled on a couple of occasions just because people were talking about him. If you make yeah. noise for yourself as a kicker for anything other than your kicking abilities, you're gonna you're gonna feel the brunt end of it. Okay, the target gets on your back real quick, yeah. real quick. Also, uh, Sebastian Janikowski when he played back in the day, he was a. I mean, he's a bit, bit of a thick bitch, and he would knock some people around. But he, to his credit, seemed like he was able to hold up pretty well until the end of his career when he had a lot of injuries. But he played for a yeah. long time in the league and was always a guy kind of getting his nose in the middle of things. That's fair, but I don't think it was a big deal. The, the Penn State guy was like a national media sensation for yeah. a hot minute there because of his tackling. Because they said, oh, he'll lay you out. So then, you know, what a guy's going to do. They say, oh, he's going to lay me out? Watch this. I'm going to fuck yeah. him up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like we're on this topic, the draft happened this weekend. Any uh, any big takeaways you have from the NFL draft? Um, they did an excellent job. I think with the remote setting, I think it went off about as well as you could possibly have hoped for. I think, right. I think, you know, it's bound that there was going to be some glitches or inconsistencies. um, But that happens live too. You're going to have people talking over each other when it's live as well. That happened. Mm -hmm. That's some of the the biggest mistakes. You're going to have people saying kind of weird shit or funky comments about players that happens live as well. So in terms of that, no difference. I think the one funniest notable part was uh, Roger Goodell clearly had to take a shit on day two, right? When he switched to the <laughs> recliner, he had to take a shit. Uh, th- that had to be it. He, I think <laughs> he, he was like, pacing a couple picks before that, and then he sat in the recliner. Clearly, he had to shit. Why does he have to be there the whole time? Like, just have like, hey, like, I've got to step out real quick. Here's the deputy commissioner. He's going to go through the next couple of picks. I guess there's no one there. That's the reason. Or you'd why. think he can go to a commercial break and they just have an extended commercial break. Well, uh, my question Something. is in, in the NFL draft when it's live, does he always do the first three rounds or did he just do round one? I know in the NBA it's round one for the commissioner and then the deputy does round two. But there's only two. I know at some point in the NFL draft, they start bringing out random people to give out. the Right. So Um, so I I didn't think that the commissioner, I could be way off, but I didn't think he typically did the first three rounds. Is that typical? I, I'm embarrassed to admit that I'm, I've not Because think about it. Think about it. They don't have, when it's live, what's one of the biggest things for the commissioner being up there? He gets to hug the players and whatnot. He's not hugging guys in round three. There's no one in the green room that's getting drafted in round three. Even round two, it's kind of embarrassing because you're really it's there. Embarrassing. You think, it's yeah. very, especially now that it's day two. There's no one, yeah. you know, that's embarrassing. It's all the people just looking sad and miserable because they thought they were going to be a top 10 pick and they fell. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, that's that, that was surprising to me. You think that they would have a claw, you know, a contingency in there for, you know, it's got to take a shit. That's got to be like one on your list. Okay. I got a shit. What do we do? This is one of the first things that has to come up. <laughs> Oh yeah, especially because the round, the first round is long, but not too long. Like you could shit before and it'd be good. Second round's kind of the same, but like it also has the third round in that same day, so right. that's getting to be right. a long time. Two um, rounds in one—that's rough. Yeah, that, that's a that's a long time to not shit. I mean, you really got to plan your day around that. And I don't know, some of the sponsors that they're forced to have aren't exactly foods that uh, don't lend themselves to making you shit. Mm. How about uh, missing Todd McShay at the draft because of the coronavirus? He contracted the coronavirus. I don't care. That was, I mean, uh, I'm, 
I feel bad for him because that's his job. That's what he yeah. does all year round is to prep for these few days. And it's his fucking time to shine. And he missed it. <laughs> You know, he's not hurting financially for it, but I'm sure he's bummed the fuck out and it's a cruel twist of fate, you know? It's like Nick Saban who gets that one chance to smile every year if he wins the national championship and then go home and masturbate for the one time a year. This is Todd McShay's one chance to masturbate. Like, oh, that was a great first round. Really gave out some good analysis and... Oh, nailed oh, yeah. that mock, dude. Nailed that mock so hard. <laughs> I beat the fuck out of Kuiper in that mock. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, some of my other favorite takeaways for the draft was, A, them not being out. So behind Roger Goodell, every time they would have piped in fans on their own Zoom, whatever. They didn't get enough of them for the Chargers because I don't think Chargers fans exist. So that was pretty funny. Um. Bill Belichick had his dog sitting next to him, which appeared to be a Husky or maybe a Klee Kai, a small breed of Husky, um, which was cute. And he fed it treats at one point. So that was a fun time. Um, yeah. Although I, it's, I it, go ahead. It, it's hard when it's Bill, because I always feel like whenever he does stuff like that, it's just because he knows people don't think he's human. So he just tries to do human things, but also he but, is a human and does human things. So, hmm. He, he, the funny one too, the funny, one of the funny, I loved the dog, loved it all the way. Um, but there was also one spot where they showed him on camera, him and the, uh, I think the director of player personnel or whatever his title is. And he just wasn't there, Bill. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) oh, you're about to put us on camera. Okay. I'm fucking leaving. Like such a bill move, such a bill move. Very, you know, very savage. So I also agree. I loved the dog thing. I loved the kids on there with Vrabel. Did you see Vrabel's kids? The Vrabel kids were insane. Loved it. That I think that was is something. I think he what he had to be doing a Joe Exotic thing, right? Oh, 100%. it was a Joe Exotic thing. Yeah, yeah loved yeah. that. I mean, loved the. He knew he was going to be on TV. Spandex. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love it. I mean. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, when you started seeing Roger Goodell in the later uh, third round and stuff, start to like take off his coat and stuff. And he had the t-shirt on, he's sitting in the chair, ready to take a shit. Like, it's like, (laughs) do we, did any of them ever need to be wearing a suit? No one really gives a fuck. You're on screen for three minutes at a time. And then it's highlights and talking about how their parents died. Which, which brings me, okay. You're bringing up so many points for me right now. Point one, the uh, talking about suits and all that. Cliff Kingsbury wearing dress shoes in his own fucking house during quarantine was so excessive. I could not stand it. What a tool move. I, I, I was unbelievable. I hated it. I think he's, I think he's a tool coach. I hated everything about it. Showing off his whole apartment with his bitch and badass. It was an amazing house. I'm not going to deny nice. that. I would very, love to very nice. house. Someone made a Lego replica of it. And it looks just very wear nice. fucking wear fucking slippers wear $200 slippers I don't care you want to show us all you have money show us but don't wear dress shoes what is that that's so dumb that, was, that pissed me off dress shoes after work are popping oh. off as soon as I can just off yeah, fuck, no one's wearing dress shoes during quarantine what, what are you doing what are you trying to prove miss the point there care? Even outside of quarantine, why do we have to wear dress shoes? Why do women have to wear heels? Why can't we just be comfortable? Nothing. Clothes don't fucking matter. It's stupid. Yeah, maybe. To a point, you know. To a, I mean, 
<laughs> to a point. Yeah. Really I mean, I think it, it goes back a ways. You know, it goes back a ways to social standing. And, and I mean, like, you had yeah, but you had wearing the power. a suit. I agree. Yeah, but I, I think it's just a social it's thing actually, that is. It's social things. It's social bullshit. Yeah. I think it gets less and less because now what? You have much more relaxed dress codes nowadays at companies for sure. Oh, Slowly but surely it's it's easing away. Uh, okay, back to the draft. There was uh, another thing you mentioned that I forgot about that's going to piss me off. But also we were talking about the Cliff Kingsbury house. Uh, loved that house. There was a couple, I also really was a big fan. So here it was. I loved Mike Zimmer's house with the hunting lodge. That was a treat. But Very my biggest Mike's question – Biggest question of the draft was every time they showed Mike Zimmer, they would show the GM of the Vikings as well. And there was a dude who looked nothing like the Vikings GM who was sitting right behind him the whole time. Who is that guy? Do you know who I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, but I have I don't know who that guy is. There was no explanation. I want to know who that guy is. Was it his son? Is it his adopted son or something? I I, I just want to know. There was no explanation. And they never once said, oh, uh, I forget. Is it Rick Spielman? Was that, is that the GM's Rick name? Rick Spielman it might is be. the GM, yeah. The Rick, Rick Spielman and his son. They never said that. There was no fucking follow-up. I was like, come on. You can't just have a random guy back there and not follow it up. We need answers. We do need, we do need that answers. That was the biggest that, mystery so. of the draft for me. If you know who Rick Spielman's friend is in his uh, house, give us a little tip. Let us know. Yeah, his cohort. Who is his cohort? Um, Anything else you got on the draft? I don't really got much more. I mean, the Jordan Love pick I think was dumb. Everyone thinks that's dumb. Jalen Hurts, dumb. Bears draft in general, dumb. Um, Cowboys actually did a good job, so props to Jerry. Jerry on his actually. How about that? Jerry, Jerry on his yacht <laughs> with his wife holding his phone on speakerphone for him while he but was not about, using his hands. He, he, Jerry was – they had so much separation between them. It was so awkward. Like it was his very wife awkward. Would, would like come over to him and like touch him on the arm and it looked like he wanted to say like, get the fuck off me. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm being Jerry right now. I mean his wife's a little milfy. Well, yeah. What do you expect? He's Jerry Jones. The guy's got a two hundred fifty million dollar yacht. Of course, he's gonna you know pull pull someone like that. She's kind of got like a Nancy Reagan thing going on. Wow, Matt. Which is there it is, folks. Matt has the hots for Nancy Reagan. What era? Twenty tens, uh, Nancy Reagan. Ooh, no, no, no. Vint, <laughs> vintage Nancy. Come on. Uh, like, wow, Matt loves the gilfs. Matt loves the gilfs. You know that guy. You know that. Jerry Jones's wife is a gilf. Matt loves the gilfs. <laughs> I mean, I'm down for a little gilf porn every once in a while. All right. All right. All right. Truth comes out. I appreciate the honesty. Appreciate yeah, the honesty. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, uh, I, I'm not mad about it. I like I, what a flex, you know, if ever there was one, that was a flex. Good move by Jerry. What a, what a fucking baller move. How fake were the uh, piped-in boos that the NFL had sent oh, in I, for some I, of the picks? I, pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. Oh, 100%. Pre-recorded. Is that, that, that was ab- my first takeaway from the draft. Just weird. And, like, not needed. And also sponsored, so definitely paid for. And just, yeah. who cares? My least favorite thing about the draft, again, it was really well done with what they had to deal with and the, all the technical 
things that could have gone wrong that did not. I think overall it was excellently well done, but the every single every second or third pick when Goodell was looking back at his camera saying come on Chargers yeah. fan or you know come on yeah. Jags fans come on these fans that that was I hated that after like the second time I was like all right enough after the <laughs> let first, them say whatever messy. they want let them say yeah. whatever they want in the background but do do you do your thing you look at the camera and do your job we don't need you on screen for any longer than you're there, Roger. Like you're, ob- you're everyone hates you, and no one's ever going to like you at this point. And more than that, we, we we want the pick, and then we want the analysis. We don't want the fucking badgering Fuck. of fans. I don't want that yeah. from the, the most awkward man in, in in professional sports. Don't need to hear it. <laughs> no. No, I mean that just that in a lot of ways killed the draft, and uh, North Korea might be dead too. Um, Kim Jong-un doesn't sound like he's in great health. No, no, it does not. Now there is, uh, you know, a lot of different reporting and it's all very speculative for sure. And no one knows to any degree of certainty what's going on there. Uh, I guess, which is the case with just about everything going on in North Korea to a degree, it's all very shady and speculative and, and lacks a degree of certainty. Um, however, I guess there's enough reports out there that it certainly warrants talking about, and there's some credence to it that at least he's got some health issues going on. Uh, I would say I'm on, I'm definitely on team. He's pretty close to being dead from what I've read. He hasn't been to a lot of the events that he would normally being like the, including uh, a main Military, including a major yes. national holiday, major national yes. holiday. No yes, a and the uh, like national military day that they have that goes over the forming of their military. It's a big day. He's been at every meeting since he's been the like prime minister, dictator, whatever the fuck they call him. Um, Supreme leader, bro. Come Supreme on. Supreme leader, of course. Yeah, that is a good uh, title. If you're yeah, great, I title, want that title. Supreme leader. I want great that title. title. I want to just be supreme leader of, uh, you know, of podcast. <laughs> supreme leader of another week with podcast. That's what that's my maybe goal. If, maybe if you fucking did any sort of promotions for the podcast, you could get there. Well, let's see what the people have to say about level 25 and Zelgor and then get back there to me. Go. <laughs> Good point. Fair, fair point. Um, but yeah, it looks like Kim had some health surgery. It was getting a stint implanted into his heart. Um, I mean, he's kind of a fat dude, probably doesn't have the best diet, probably definitely has some cardiovascular issues. And according to the reporting that I have in front of me here that came out about eight hours ago, he is in a vegetative state, which Uh, is not a state that anyone wants to be in. I think two, two of the latest reports are saying that one, he's either dead or two in a vegetative state that he will not recover from. So essentially he will be out of power. And I think fairly recently his sister, Kim Yo Jong had been given a large promotion back, back into the upper echelon where she once was, Mm -hmm. which would then Mm -hmm. suggest that she's, you know, kind of in line to take power which is surprising for a number of reasons to me, I guess, that I hadn't thought about. Surprising that, well, not surprising, I guess, that it stays in the family, but surprising that they would give that title to a woman, not because I am misogynistic or anything like that, just I would figure that a country like that would be. 
They are. That's that, and that's the issue. I mean, she rose to fame primarily during the uh, Olympics in Korea, uh, South Korea, that to be more specific. Um, she was out there. Everyone loved her. They called her like the Korean Ivanka Trump, which I guess was a compliment to the Korean people. Um, she has risen to power more recently. She's been in a lot of big meetings recently. The issues. Well, let's let's talk about her pros. Uh, her pro is that she actually seems like an intelligent person. Her grandfather, um, the late Kim Jong Il, um, loved her. Said that she's really smart, and that her his two sons were essentially idle blockheads. Uh, and one of them later became the supreme leader, who is in a vegetative state. Uh, so she seems like a smart gal. Um, always is well well-dressed and, you know, very modest Like, And that really speaks a lot with their kind of culture, not like Kim Jong's uh, wife, who is very, very flirtatious with her dress, very bright, lots of high heels, more, more Western style. Um, so she fits the mold of what they're kind of looking for in a dictator. The issues are really that they don't let women do anything big in North Korea. And they haven't for a really long time. And it would be a massive, massive change to like essentially overnight put a woman into the highest power. Um, but she's so got guess, the bloodline, and they believe right. that the bloodline is, uh, you know, the most. It's the most. It's the single most Korean bloodline, and that's why they're in power. And I think I think there's just so many talking points and issues that you could bring up here. Uh, I think yeah, that that their family is considered essentially uh, to be like almost a deity the these guys you know and so it would make sense that they would stay within the family i'm wondering there's just so many questions that you ask one if she comes into power what would this mean for you know women in the country as a whole do things get a lot more you know uh equality is that is this a big step for equality which would be lovely and and open relations and honest relations with the rest of the world would be lovely as well i wouldn't go that far i have to say these are questions these are hypotheticals that 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 come up you know it makes the mind wander and then uh i did want to go back real quick on to uh kim jong-un and his his medical state and his surgery and all that um i one report that i read as well was that he like you said he had to have a stent put in and there was one of two scenarios. If what we're hearing is true and that things did not go well and he's in a critical state or potentially dead um, would be that either they did not get the procedure done quickly enough or two. Another report that I read was that the surgeon who performed it had quote unquote shaky hands (laughs) Uh, which is yeah. understandable, but so, you know, like, you, what did we just talk about? This guy is essentially a god in this country. Yeah, you're going to be a little fucking nervous, you know? You don't want to fuck it up, but you're, you're going to be nervous. So, oh, shit, I just killed this guy. <laughs> how, you already know how, if that's the case, he's dead. That guy's dead already. <laughs> how dead is he? How how dead? Oh, is, like, so dead. is he already? He's probably already dead. He, He's more dead than Kim Jong-un, whether or not he's dead. We don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I know that guy's dead. <laughs> I, for sure, we know the doctor who operated on Kim Jong is done. Dead. Very dead. All the way dead. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, it's... I mean, honestly, fuck Kim Jong. 
Like, whatever. Like, I yeah, I crazy. hope he's dead. He's a he's a it's prick. A, I, I get, you know, hopes are that you know, speaking aloud, is that the sister takes over and that she has different ideas and whether it's slow or or immediate changes happen because it's obvious that they need to happen and you, you know hopefully that's the case my only concern about the sister if she gets into power is that she would have to like really prove to like the male dominated society there that she's a fucking badass right yeah. Which could be in the form of like Kim Jong-un, who when he was took over, he was young and seen as uh, not ready for the job and proceeded to kill everyone off who didn't agree with him. I could see her doing a little bit of the same. I I would say what, you know, what's what's flexing their muscles. As far as I know, and reading media stories and stuff would be performing tests. Let me perform a, a couple of missile tests, launch a parade. And everyone will love me. <laughs> say they, no matter how they go, say they went amazing. <laughs> and yep. I've got everyone in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Just follow yeah. the so Trump maybe that'll happen, book of but, yeah. run rallies and have people only that like you. Honestly, it's a lot like Adolf Hitler who would, his regime would hire people to go into the crowds and just cheer. Just do and that. No matter what happens. Side. No matter what happens, you just talk a big game. You say it's amazing. Yep. And kind of like we talked about at the very beginning of this podcast, people who are in a certain mindset or who want a certain thing to happen will believe it. If they want to believe it, they're looking for a reason to, they will. Yep. It, it, yeah. It's not a it's not a national thing. It's not a it's just a human condition. If people want to believe something, they're looking for a reason for it. And if they come across one, they'll latch onto it. Yeah. And I hope she gets into power for the obvious reasons. And uh, so let's just say, I mean, Kim Jong Un, if he's dead, how old is this guy? Like forty? The he's guy, not very old. I mean, he he smokes. He's obviously fat. <laughs> he uh, his diet can't be good. Again, he's a smoker, all that. Not surprising. Seems you know they can't play it off like it was anything else. The guy, and that's like another thing they see, you know, these guys, this family is supposed to be godlike and everything. It's hard to live this one down. Yeah. You know, he ate too many fucking McDonald's burgers and smoked a lot. So he had a heart attack. Uh, Oh, okay. That sounds like the rest of us (laughs) hard to play off. (laughs) He's 36. Yeah. That's not what you want. 36. Hard, hard to hard to play down from a PR standpoint. Yeah, very, very not a good look if you're a deity. Although, I guess you just say like, "Oh, God just wanted him sooner. He just uh, needed to be part of heaven sooner." I think a couple of PR guys and guys and gals in North Korea will also be dead. <laughs> well, unless they uh, because it's, it's an impossible got- task. It's an impossible task. Yeah, they're in a bad spot. There's going to be a lot of people dead probably as a result of this. Um, the real question is, what's worse, the coronavirus or the state of Korea after Kim Jong-un dies? Um, last week, well, we went over 100 things that you can do during the coronavirus to make it a little bit less terrible. And uh, we made a deal with each other that we're going to give each other five things that we have to do in the next week before the next recording. And uh, we have our five things. Um Rob did not share his with me. Um, I accidentally shared mine with Rob, so he's a little bit more prepared. So we'll go one for one. Uh, let's let's have you start. What is one of the things that you wanted to give me? Yeah, so or force me I, to do. I, 
Uh, big mistake sharing yours with me. I, uh, in fairness, I saw yours after I already compiled my five. Good. So Excellent. it didn't really matter. I just happened to read them after the fact. Um, so I guess you want to do like a, like a draft style one-on-one and for one. Yeah. You know, it's NFL draft week. We'll, we'll do our draft. And, uh, I, I think I could be wrong and we'll go through them and we'll know for sure here, but. I do not think there are any duplicates, which is very surprising to me, because as far as I was concerned, there was a couple of gimmies in here, which I love, and uh, I'm excited to hear back on how you <laughs> how you handle these. So, uh, okay, I'm going to start with one. I'm just going to I'm I'm going numerically um, as they were listed because that's how I have them written down, and I'll just I do too. Actually, you know what? I changed my mind completely. I'm 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 going to go in whatever order my mind sees fit. Uh, okay, number one is is point thirty one from that document. Look at yourself in the mirror. Attempt a self portrait with a pencil and paper. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Good luck with that one. I'm I'm excited to hear it, and you should post it on our Twitter account, please. I will most definitely be posting that self portrait, and it'll be. Glorious. I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> All right. Well, my first one is you're going to have to write some poetry. That's number five on the list. And I want to, I want a reading of a poem, at least one next week on the pod. I think that that could be great with With pleasure. pleasure. All right. Love that one. You're doing me a favor there. Oh yeah. You're, you're a big, you're a big poetry guy. Who's your your favorite poet? Uh, Bob Frost. (laughs) All right. You got an answer. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's see. My next one here is point seventy-two. Memorize the periodic table. Oh you never know God. when that will come in handy. I <laughs> must have missed that one. <laughs> I, I am I very much that. looking forward to you rattling off the motherfucking periodic table next week. Get to work tonight is my advice. Oh shit. <laughs> I got to find some quizzes online or something. Jeez. You know, yeah. Quick aside. Uh, I've been playing addicting games. Uh, recently. I just got a computer. So I just jumped on addicting games. Like I used to back in my youth. And uh, I played the 50 States game. Are you aware of what the 50 States game is? I think, I mean, I remember addicting games from back in the day. What is it? You have a blank map and then it gives you States at random and you have to you place click them. It? Yeah, you have yeah, to place yeah, them, yeah. click and drag okay. onto the map, which sure. it's a good time. Um, yeah, I did very well. Stuff. I did very well, might I say. So well, I think I, got I've got some bucket. hope for the periodic table. I've got some hope. There's almost three times as many elements as states. So good yeah, fucking was, luck. <laughs> some of the late ones are weird, too. Like, they're not even real. You're not even real. Let's see what you got next. All right. What I got next is that you have to make the most attractive charcuterie board possible. That's number 12 on the list. Please, this is going to be a a gift to all of us. I wish I could invite everybody over. If not for social distancing. We're going to want to see how good this charcuterie board, and you will be heavily judged. I wish I could invite everyone over to have a piece of it, because it's going to be fucking delicious. Hell of a board. It better be. It better fucking be. It better look delicious. People are going to want to pay for this charcuterie board. All right. What's what's your fucking next one, little bitch? Okay. I've got uh, my last two are, are, are linked together, sort of. So I will leave those two and I'll go next. Is 
point number four, uh, text all your exes just in case you have one more thing you wanted to get off your chest. <laughs> you know, this is... And, and I'll say you have to, you have to s- provide proof that you've sent at least one text to one of your exes. And I have a, a, a preference as to whom you send one to, which would be Rachel from our college I, days, because I, I know her and I would love to see that text message. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll I, and I look forward to seeing it. She's also, it'll be interesting because she's, She's pretty Republican now. That might be interesting. She a three percenter? <laughs> she might be. She might be. She was always a little bit more on that conservative side. In the bedroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your third thing that you have to do is you have to rap the song Tongue Twister as fast as the rapper in Tongue Twister. And obviously you're going to... You talk about you talking about the song by the guy... Uh... Twister? It is by I must not know it. Mr. Tongue Twister by Tongue Twister. All right. I fucking uh that's my homework for the week. I like it. That's I I think that'll be a tough one. Your tongue's gonna be tied. T I I'm ready. I like it. I was thinking of Twister. What was that song with him and Jamie Foxx? Oh man. Celebrity Jam. Celebrity Jam? Is that what that song was called? That that one verse that he had where he was just going full out. I wish I could do that one. I would have loved to. I'll do that as extra credit. Fuck it. Slow jam. Slow jam. Slow yeah, jam. Do that yeah, as extra yeah, credit. Yeah. I want to hear both. Yeah. Let's bring it. Fuck yeah. Bring it. Um, Your next one. Your next two if you want. If they're connected. Okay, so, 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 so they're linked. Um, I can do one at a time. We'll just keep doing All one right. at a time. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, but I just wanted to yeah, preface it by saying that they kind of go hand in hand, or they're a very similar ilk. Uh, okay, this one's number 60. Dye your hair a new color. No one. The follow-up is no one else needs to see it if you don't like it, but that would be a real bitch move. <laughs> wow. You could stick by it. You could live by that if you want, and no one else needs no, to I see it. No, I think the world has to but see it. But you need to I do think- it. Even if you put a streak in there, you know, put a fucking streak in there and show us. Wow. I, uh, this might be the end of my hair. This I'm not pulling any punches it. here, Matt. I'm not pulling Di- any punches. Dying might just kill it. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind you, dude. I feel like I'm, I'm like one year behind you in our baldness quest. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's okay. I got a bunch of hats. Um... All right. Well, here's a tough one for you. And you next week have to use your non-dominant hand for everything. Brushing your teeth, wiping your ass, writing, Mm. anything you would do righty, you're doing lefty now. And I want reports back on how that is going. And I expect to hear about a very sore booty. Mm. So, you know, that's actually really funny. And it would actually be awesome for you if this was not quarantine, because then that would mean I would have to play softball. I'm supposed to be in the oh. softball league right now. I would have to play that left-handed, uh, play first base with my offhand glove. 
um, golf all that which, which which would have been amazing i just wouldn't golf this week if that was the case but uh <laughs> you would have to go out uh, for a round what am i gonna do lay. rent clubs i'm not gonna rent a set of clubs <laughs> like that i'm not paying for that disaster <laughs> that would be hilarious um, though but Ned, so i will say a saving grace for me there is that i'm i'm not ambidextrous but i am weirdly handed i'm 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 different handed, depending on the task uh i essentially if you boil it down for the most part all sports i do right-handed and everything mm-hmm. else i do left-handed That's so, so if, if yeah it is Why? it's peculiar that fuck you fuck you but that doesn't mean that I'm good at doing these other things with my offhand. I'm probably better than the average Joe, but I'm still not good at it. So it'll still be a challenge, but 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 not as challenging, I hope, as you wanted. It doesn't sound like it will be as challenging as I wanted. Give me your next That's one. That's right. Okay, my last one again. Remember, this goes kind of hand in hand with my previous one, which was to dye your hair a new color. Uh, my last one is number 98. Try on a new shade of lipstick. See how long it takes for your partner to notice. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want funny. you to try out a new shade of lipstick and we have to see how long it takes. Pick up on it. <laughs> you really have a lot of bathroom tasks for me. I have to draw myself standing in front of a mirror. I have to dye my Why hair. Do you have to draw? Why do you have to draw yourself in the bathroom? No one said anything about this being a nude photo. Stand I didn't in front say of a, any fu- other mirror. Any other mirror. You could draw yourself fully clothed. Take a picture of yourself and draw it. Doesn't have to be in the bathroom. That's on you. What are you, you sick prick? <laughs> I pictured it as a bathroom pick. I pictured shirtless. Um, you know, like that dong meme that's going around. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you see that that made its way into the draft? I missed it. No, I didn't. What? One of one of the you know one of the fans in the back of Goodell. Yeah. It made its way to the draft. Damn, that's fucking awesome. It was Good it was it guy. was not it was it was not the, the, the full version. It was cut off, you know, so you couldn't right. see his dong. But, but it was good yeah. on him. Good on him. Good on them. We should have been there. We should have had that a guy. That guy's dead. Rest in peace. He's dead? He's, I mean, he's been probably dead that much years. fucking can't be good for your he- your heart. He's probably I mean, even one fucking can't be good for your heart with that thing, that hammer, yeah. that absolute claw. <laughs> How much do you, if you have a big dick like that, does more jizz come out? I don't know, man. I don't have a big dick like that. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Geez, so. I would say it, probably <laughs> a little bit, but I think yeah. that that's not necessarily a given. I would say people that have more average sized dicks could probably let loose a massive load on average. It just depends. well, yeah. Because I think it's the balls, here's, right? Here's, Maybe it's the right. balls. So here, what if he had normal sized balls but a massive dick? Would he have enough semen to get to the end? And then you're left there with like that weird feeling you get when you just kind of have to squeeze a little bit more out and you have to like toothpaste tube your dick to get it out. That would not be fun to have that happen every time. But you got a toothpaste tube, it just like you do a toothpaste. I mean, you got to get, get it everything out. out. Yeah. It feels uncomfortable. What if it hardens in there? Then you pretty much got like a terrible kidney stone. Maybe that's why he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't pee and his dick got clogged. <laughs> Huge stone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm sure he lived a fulfilling life. I'm sure he lived a fulfilling life. Well, he probably fulfilled a lot of things. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That was good. All right. Last uh, one for me. What do you got? Last one. You have to learn old English words 
and you're going to have to pepper at least five of them into the podcast. And if I pick out all five that you pepper in, you're going to have to shotgun a beer at the end of the episode. And if I fail to pe- pick out the five, you ha- I'll have to shotgun a beer. So, okay. A little bit of so, fun there. Love that. Love that one all the way. Um, let's just say uh, you have to call them out in real time. Oh, yeah. 100%. Are... Real time. Real time. Uh, agreed. Agreed. How many wrong so guesses not... do I get? One. Okay. One wrong. So I get six guesses, essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was thinking seven. What are your feelings on seven? No. Well, what, what kind okay, of word fine. Can I say that would not be an old English word, you know? I don't know. So I mean, maybe you talk old sometimes. So just off the top of my head, if I said like hither, that's an old English word, right? Yeah, I'd pick that one out. Yeah. Right. All right fair enough. So fair that, point. Fair yeah, point. Just, no, no, I'm just saying like it shouldn't be terribly hard. It's not like words no. that we're no, completely it, oblivious to, be. at least for the most part, you know? Yeah. But so just get it, practicing can, using them in your vernacular. In. Yeah, I'm going to pepper, pepper them in, in there. And I'm don't save them all that. till the end. You got to remember that. Yeah, I think that'll be hey, fun. I actually, don't I, tell I, me I my fucking strategy, that. man. Don't tell me my strategy. I will play my game. All right. Well, I'm just saying don't pepper in the end because it would be lame for the episode. It'd be lame for you if you lose. And it you will be lame throw up when you shotgun that beer like a bitch. I probably will. I've, I've not done that in a long time. I am out of shotgun practice. Big mistake by you. Should buy a funnel. Nope, you got a shotgun it. We still have a buddy who has a butt funnel from years ago. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I talk about that probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's a big butt funnel guy. I, I mean, you're never going to forget when someone actually owes it, loses the bet, and the, the only parameter, the only wager of that bet is a butt funnel. Outright loses and doesn't do, literally runs away. Actually runs home. I hope he invites <laughs> us to his. That. <laughs> I hope he invites us to his wedding. You would be invited. I won't be invited. I th- I think I would be invited. I should be. Oh, okay. I haven't talked to him. If you got I gotta, invited, if you get invited, I'm your plus one. I'm your yes. plus one, and we're bringing yes. a fucking funnel. Yes, down, 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 Fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be great. Um. All right. Well, anything else you got, Rob, um, for this week's? No, I've got nothing else. I think we covered everything that was on my mind. We covered everything except for one. We kind of blew by it in the beginning because we got into some uh, Rona and Trump talk. We got to talk about the start of drinking milk. We talked about this a couple weeks ago in our first episode about fucked up Iowans. And uh, I did some reading, did a little bit of research on how drinking milk got started. And historians don't really know. What they do know is that the adult human is not really supposed to drink milk. As babies, we all produce something called lactase, which essentially fights off lactose in our bodies. Um, As we get older, we start losing the lactase, and that's what makes us feel sick, diarrhea-y after drinking a lot of milk or eating a lot of ice cream. Lactose intolerant, if you would. Right. Maybe like somewhere between 6,000 and 2,000 years ago when people started settling down in farming and primarily in Europe and a number, a couple of other different areas, they uh, just started drinking milk. So we were wrong on one thing. It wasn't started in Iowa, which sucks. But yeah, I, I kind of realized that. It, I would say I kind of realized that immediately, 
right? That it wasn't in Iowa. You know, it was like the Iowa. I was gonna guess my my real guess would have been the Iowa of 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 you know ancient England back in the day. That would have been my real guess. But 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 I guess the takeaway, and you can expound on this still after this, but is that it was still some sick fucker who did something, whether it was that he wanted to fuck that cow or that he had the whole breast milk infatuation that he could mm-hmm. not satiate with his human wife or partner anymore. So he had to take it to the cow, but go I think on. That's the best theory. I think that's the best yeah. theory. I mean, I agree. It got enough. People did it in Europe to the point where a lot of Europeans started developing lactase later in life and allowed them to drink milk more and more later in life. And it's carried through evolutionarily to this point. And there's now, you know, there's a good number of people who are still lactose intolerant and primarily in Asian cultures where drinking milk is not as acceptable. Well, not that's not acceptable, but it's just not as common. Um, but yeah, I still think it's the fucked up farmer. I agree all the way. It's gotta be, it's gotta be, uh, Hey, have you tried drinking, uh, or, or, or complimenting your desserts with cold water yet? It's fucking delicious. You know, I, I'm, I don't have a lot of desserts recently. I actually get on a, it. Let's try it. I'll try it. I will try. I'll try it and report back. That can be a sixth thing, but that's definitely the easiest of my six things. Just try. You're going to love it. I'll love it. I'm excited. I'm going to give it a shot. I'll get a nice thing of ice cream and get some nice cold water. I'll rinse it down. Keep the palate clean. That is one thing I hate about ice cream. It gets your palate all thick feeling. I don't like that. Trust me, cold water will take care of that real quick. All right. Well, I guess that's the theme of the episode is drink your cold water after desserts. We're really going to hammer that one home. So uh, drink water. It's good for you.